On this episode of the Hyperfast Wealth Show, we have an amazing guest that is going to show you how to acquire cash flowing investment properties with zero to little money down. He has done this process at scale, now has over 6,000 cash flowing rental units. Welcome to the show, Marco Klozowski. Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyper fast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyper fast. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, Marco? I'm fabulous, man. How are you doing? Great. I love the uh, the home studio setup, by the way. Pretty cool what you got going on. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, before we, we dive into all the great stuff we're going to talk about today, and I know there's a lot of it just from the our, our pre-show notes here. I mean, you're buying like 1,500 multifamily units a year, which is insane. Uh, why don't you give folks a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. Sure. Well, I'll give you the short story. Uh, started real st- buying real estate in 1999. I was a concert pianist and I was married early, 18 years old. I had four kids at 24 and I was starving as a, as a musician. I was doing very poorly. And since I was Canadian, I always wanted you know more out of my life, not just because I'm Canadian, but I just wanted more out of my life. And as a musician, it was very difficult to put food on the table. And I actually saw an infomercial on how to invest in real estate in the U.S. And I bought a bus ticket, went to New York, and went to a, my first seminar in 1999. Bought my first property in 99 uh, using asset-based lending. And uh, for those of you who possibly don't know what that is, there's two kinds of lending. There's uh, credit-based, which obviously if you have credit and money is very good. And then there's asset-based lending, which is only based on the value of the property. You can get a percentage of whatever the property is worth, not purchase price. But whatever the property's worth. So if it were, it's worth $100,000, you can get $70,000 to buy whatever property there is that you want to buy. So as long as you negotiate it down at the right price, you don't need any money to buy any assets. So that started my journey in 99. And then I started getting into bigger and bigger properties, mostly single families. I uh, eventually bought a few hundred. And uh, just before the crash, had you know really great portfolio, doing really, really well. And uh, when the crash hit, I sadly you know lost all my properties, except for a handful, which were multifamily, which actually went up in value at that time because people were looking for affordable housing. And I had uh, by accident really purchased some uh, multifamilies that were in affordable housing. And uh, my, I had divorced and remarried by this time. And my second spouse decided to take all the cash that we just simply, you know, accumulated over a few years, which was a few million and disappear. And I was actually homeless in 2009. And I felt pretty Pretty bad. It was a pretty bad day at the office. And um, it took me a while to get out of that uh, emotional disturbance. But once I did, I uh, realized that, you know, again, you don't need any money to buy properties. I started from scratch before. I'll just do it again. And uh, since then, I've really created processes around doing what I do with multifamily. I'm a big process person. So we, we can crank out quite a few properties uh, at tremendous uh, discounted prices. I know in most areas, the market is pretty compressed as far as returns go, 
but through um, processes of finding off-market properties and negotiating with people that are extremely motivated to sell immediately. They need to sell. We're not looking for distressed uh, properties, but mostly distressed sellers. Big difference. Um, people that are affected either by divorce or uh, relocation or uh, have some sort of issue where they absolutely have to sell now. And if they need to sell now, then we can give them uh, immediate cash using the asset-based lending uh, pool that I've established over the last 20 years. So if no matter who you are, where you live, doesn't matter. As long as you buy it for the right price, you absolutely don't need a nickel uh, or credit at all because uh, your credit doesn't matter to buy anything. So that's what I've been doing. That's the short story. Well, that's quite a story. I mean, there's a lot in there and you certainly seem like the kind of guy that you started early in, in business and, and in life and marriage and took, uh, took your fair, fair share of, of punches. But in the end, what matters is you're still standing and, 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 and thriving, really. So not, not everyone can do that. So hats off to you. Well, it was, it was survival. I have four kids to worry about and it's either take care of my kids and take care of myself or die. And uh, heard a long time ago, it's not how many times you get punched that matters. It's how many times you get up. So you just have to keep getting up and doing what has to be done. Well, what's, what's the, the mindset of, you know, I, I hear in there like survive, take care of my kids, but then what's, what's like the mindset to just to know, like I've lost everything. Now I've got to, I've got to start over and, and, and do it again. And, and you've built up quite a portfolio again in less than a decade. So. Well, I didn't lose everything. I didn't lose my, I didn't lose, I lost, you know, over $11 million. Uh, and to me, that was everything. But when I realized that I still had the skill sets and the knowledge and my drive, then it just shifted. And it was actually a homeless man. Uh, I have a, a Red Sox story. I only wear Red Sox. And we, I don't think we have time to get into it now. And I'll start crying if I start talking about it. But basically, a, a you know, homeless man told me to wear red socks. And uh, it actually, through that, I learned a lot about humility and being grateful for whatever day there is, because I was really pretty close to wanting to end my own life. I was in a, a really terrible, really bad spot. And uh, it wasn't until I started really putting myself and my own ego out of the equation and how can I serve and help as many humans as possible then I started realizing that I was going to make a lot more money and actually ended up making a lot more money. So my, my end result is not making as much money as possible. I do do well, and I'm very grateful for it and very blessed. But my focus is how can I help as many humans as possible? And through helping others, I get served and I get paid. So if someone is in trouble and they need to sell quickly, I'm going to marry that with someone. There's private equity funds that need to deploy as much capital as possible because they're asset-based lenders. And if they're money is not being used, then it's just rotting away. So there's a property that makes sense. There's a lender that needs to lend. I put them together and I make the spread. So I'm helping and serving too and making a ton of money for myself at the same time. What, what type of properties, and I know you're looking for distressed sellers and, and multifamily, but are you, are you looking for ones that are cash flowing? Are you, are you holding these for the long run? Are they, you know, class A, B, C? Like what's, 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 what's the ideal property that you look for? Mostly B and C, mostly B and C. A, there's not a lot of money in it. Uh, it's very hard to get an A at, uh, at a really, really good price. Most of our acquisitions are in B areas that are, have C condition where they've just been neglected a little bit, which is very easy to, you know, raise, you know, raise that, uh, raise that standard and raise the rents and improve its value. 
Um, that's really the, the bulk of it. We do multifamily. I do multifamily, mobile home parks, hotels, motels, storage unit facilities, assisted living facilities. The list goes on and on and on. Anything that makes a cash flow that can be managed by someone else, because I would I would rather be with both my ex-wives at the same time than manage, Jerry, <laughs> than manage a Jerry Springer tenant. No, thank you. Thanks very much, but absolutely no thanks. <laughs> and we're, you know, we're, we're, I just have systems and processes where I don't want to do, I want to do as little as possible and extract as much revenue as possible at the same time without compromising another human being. So it's, it's I'm not a slave driver by any stretch. I, uh, even my, you know, my, my property managers get, you know, you can definitely get property managers for five, 6%. But, you know, I'm constantly paying 10 because I don't want to be called in the middle of the night. I don't want to be nickeled and dime on, ma- on, uh, on maintenance fees. You're going to get 10%. And the day that you, you know, that you're, the, the property is, is not your first concern. It's, you know, if, as soon as the management company wants to, if they start getting greedy or lax, they're gone. So I pay you yeah, well, I've, do your job. I've met quite a few people now that own large portfolios like like you and and they they stay out of the management like they hire they hire companies to to do this so it's kind of interesting that oh you don't want to do that yourself yes what a what a terrible you know maybe you're really skilled at it but if you're managing you're not looking from a property you're not doing what you should be doing which is building your asset your your asset base and what what markets are you in sounds like you're in a lot but what areas? Over six thousand units in thirty-four states, so it's it's a pretty broad, pretty pretty broad area. We're almost everywhere. And and a you know natural follow-up question that is thirty-two areas. That is a lot of different markets. How are you getting familiar with these markets? Getting the knowledge to know if it's a good deal, and then let alone actually going out generating the leads to, to find good deals? Well, uh, it's a shotgun approach. It's not a, I'm not really studying the area and going to buy in that area. I actually do it completely opposite than what most people do. I, I get a list of, uh, uh, of extremely motivated folks thanks to the Freedom of Information Act. Um, in Canada, we have a privacy act. You can't find anything on anyone. It's, everything's private. In the U.S., you can get a list of you know, people that are getting divorced, that are going through a lawsuit, that own multifamily, that have a mortgage of a certain amount. So you can really streamline a list and it's actually free if you know where to look, costs nothing. Then you can put that list into a, you know, a scraper that gets you the email addresses, which also costs nothing. And then I just send a whole bunch of emails, probably a thousand emails a day. And then from that, you get 30% that respond. Then you send out another email and then they respond and you go back and forth, back and forth, and eventually get to the, you know, the handful that are really needing to sell. And maybe it's in Anchorage, Alaska, and it's not because I chose it. It's just they want to sell their property that has been in their family or that they inherited, or they just don't, they can't handle anymore because they're, you're, they're getting older and the returns are just too stupid to pass up. Like these are great returns. And if we can find a management company or at least actually three management companies that can manage it, and that check all the boxes, we'll buy it. Why, why three? You just want redundancy in case one fails? You want to know that there's other people serving that market? We, we, we've seen this movie many times where you have one that's in a, you know, in, a, in a fairly remote area, and that's the only game in town, and they just don't pay you. And what are you going to do? If they're not paying you, I'm not going to go. My, I am not going to go manage the property, so we'll never get paid. So if you have one that sucks, you can easily fire them and you have 
two others. And if there's two in town, they usually play that game where I'll tell you what, you'll get the, one of us will get it and then you screw them over and we'll share it. So I've seen that happen so many times. We're done with that. So it's got to be at least three. Gotcha. And you're, so you're, you're sending these daily uh, emails to, to these lists you generate. And is it, is it like the same message? Like, Hey, I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking to, to buy a, a home or a building or whatever. Yep. Or is it, yeah. Generally the same idea. The idea is I, you know, have access to some capital. I'm looking to buy the right thing at the right price. If you're interested in selling, if you happen to have a property, let me know. And then they respond. And then based on the responses, I have 11 different uh, buckets that it can go into based on certain keywords. And then there'll be a follow-up email based on 11 different things that they say, and then so on and so forth. So it's all pretty strategic. It's not the same old, you know, the, the first email is going to be very similar, but the follow-up sequence is going to be very, very different based on what their situation is. And what, what's your average uh, deal size? Uh, that's a great question. A lot of 25 to 75 units. That's kind of the, I think the bulk of, of what we do now in hotels. That's right now is phenomenal with, I'm not sure when this is going to be broadcast, but you know, with COVID uh, the way it is now and hotels that are really suffering, uh, we're picking those up like, like it's candy. Uh, there's a $5 million holiday in that we just picked up for less than 800 grand. So, you know, we're, we're really picking off a lot of really great properties right now. It's a great opportunity. And I don't want to see anyone suffer. Uh, you know, my, my intent is never to see, you know, to profit from someone else's misery. But if someone really needs cash, they're going to sell it to someone and it might as well be the one that's prepared. And it's, you know, the property's paid off and they need 800 grand to move on to the next opportunity. And they're going back to India and they just need that amount of money so they can go on and, you know, move on with their lives. Then so be it. I, I, took, I gave them exactly what was necessary. I'm I'm a limited partner actually in a in a hotel deal that's that's ongoing and yeah there's there's I think there's great opportunities in that industry because yeah we're we're buying a lot of hotels a lot of hotels right now <clears throat> and just, it, and it'll it'll come back it's just can can you wait it out for the well, year it takes and the asset based lenders we have know that it's it's you know this is happening so we're we're creating opportunities where there's no payments uh, interest accruing only for two years so. Their, their money is parked. It's not necessarily, they're not seeing the return right now, but because the asset is such at a discounted rate, we don't have any risk at all other than the, their money's parked. They're getting their interest over two years and we have two years to turn this around. And if we don't, they take it back. They got a great asset and we lost nothing. So no risk. Right. So yeah, great, great deal for everyone involved. What, what kind of cap rates are you are you seeing right now, or, or are you buying deals at? Everything's over ten. Everything's double digit. Yeah, we don't buy anything under ten percent. Which that's that's phenomenal. I mean, there's there's a ton of in my market in the D.C. area. You won't is, find, yeah, it's very hard to find a ten cap. So it's, it's hard to it's hard to find a five cap in yeah. D.C. Like, I wouldn't. That's why I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy in D.C. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, uh, we just bought a mobile home park in West Virginia that was uh, almost an 18 cap. Uh, and there's a huge upside to it. It's underutilized by 50%. So, you know, you have, you have different, and this is true. These are true cap rates, not, you know, we're, we're, we're skimping on management. We're paying 10% for management. We're, you know, we're putting back in 10% for maintenance cost. You know, we're, we're, we have scat, CapEx that's scheduled. That's, you know, part of the uh, acquisition price. So we're, these are real numbers. Um, and, 
it's again, it's, it's, these are non-listed properties. That's retail. If you want to buy retail, go on the MLS, talk to a real estate agent. That's all retail. We don't buy retail at all. We're going completely off market before it even hits the market. That's, that's how you have to buy properly. And most don't do that. Now I, I, I recognize that if you're listening to this by definition, you're most likely a real estate agent uh, or could be one or no one, or I've seen one before. Um, which I think is pretty much everyone now. But uh, if if you are wanting more listings, for example, if you were to step into uh, the into what I'm doing, I teach this. This is not only do I do this, but I actually have a passion for helping others achieve financial independence by creating processes, uh, not get rich quick. Uh, there's work involved. There's effort that has to be put in, you know put forward into building the mechanisms and understanding when what email needs to be sent when and why. So you have not just, you know, you're not robotically sending things. There has to be some compassion. If someone says, you know, they, they just got diagnosed with cancer, you can't say who pays utilities, you know, or how's it being managed right now. You have to, which, which happens, you know, it's, you, you have to have a little bit of humanity in this. So there's processes and checks and balances and how to, you know, it's not that hard. You just have to follow the steps. And not everything is going to have a 30% discount. So if the market cap, for example, is seven and we have to buy it at a 10 or nine and a half because it's 30% off whatever market price is, is what we can get the money for. And they can't discount for whatever reason. And they're just in a need where they have to, they have to get more so they can get what they want, but it's still a good area. And it's still, you know, an aggressively priced It's just, we can't close on it because I only buy things I don't need to use any money on period. I don't, why buy something if, I don't, if, with my money, if I don't have to, I'll just, if I have to use money on this one, I'll find another one where I don't, it's no problem. But as a, as a, as a buyer, uh, if you were an agent and want more leads or listings, you could definitely 100% use these strategies and then buy what you can, you, increasing your passive income and your wealth, because this is an asset that has 30%, you know, equity that is going to appreciate over time and force appreciation by raising rents. But also the ones that you can't buy, you can actually list. So you're actually getting listings at the same time as you're, you're feeding your business uh, for listings at the same time as you're building your wealth for your family and, and yourself. Yeah, I, I like that idea that you mentioned there, the real estate agent that can generate leads that could A, be a great investment opportunity or B, if, if there's not enough margin in them to be a, a great investment opportunity like sell it, sell it, you know, retail price uh, for a listing commission, of course. So I think, I think that's a great strategy that not a lot of agents are are seeing. Sometimes they get too like one track mind, like I just want to list everything. Or, um, if, if, and if you're talking to a seller, if if you say to someone, I want that's wanting to sell, I want to list your property. Or if you're saying to someone, I want to buy your property, the person that wants to buy is going to get the attention, not the person that wants to list. So just from a back end perspective of I buy this and then you create a relationship with that person. They start knowing, liking, and trusting you. And then you, they realize that whatever they're asking doesn't align with whatever your investment goals are. It's very easy then to go saying, listen, if, if you want, if you're stuck on this $950,000 number, there's no way I'm going to be like under seven if you want me to buy it. And they're like, absolutely not. I can get you 950, but I'm going to have to list it. If you're cool with that, I'll list it. They're going to say yes, if they really need to sell it. No competition either. Yeah, I think I, I've had this conversation with other agents that are investors. I think there's a mindset challenge, problem, issue for a lot of real estate agents where they think, hey, the, the, the realtor industry association, whatever, you know, they trained me to go out and 
and list homes and, and, and they become like a one solution agent where the case with guys like you or, or people, realtors that invest more, some, some sellers don't care about getting a maximum, you know, maximum price. Like some of them, that's not their goal. They, some of them want certainty that the deal is going to happen. Some of them want speed. Uh, some of them don't want the hassle of people, you know, marching through their house or, to, or, or getting it ready. Like they just don't want to do it. Maybe they don't have, they don't have a lot of cash, even though there's a lot of equity in the house. So they like, you know, there's, there's all different reasons. And, and for a large number of sellers, the best solution may be to take a lower price, but sell it to an investor for, for a quicker, more certain deal. And I think, I think some agents just, it's, it's a little bit of a mindset challenge for them to realize that, you know, having, having multiple tools to offer people uh, while, while a little bit more complex actually gives, it gives the sellers better value in, in a lot of cases. It does. It's not all about price. Uh, I'm sure there's things in your garage that you would give away that you paid good money for. <laughs> uh, if, you know, if you've ever been divorced, you know, divorce is expensive um, because, you know, the, the lawyers end up making the most amount of money, but it's expensive and people still pay for it because it's worth it. Like, I, I just don't want this pain in the ass anymore. I have to get rid of this person out of my life. I have to move on. I have to, you know, I, I need to get through this and it's extremely costly. And it's not about, and, and it's the end result that matters. It's the peace, of, the peace of mind is always going to be more valuable than the money itself. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you have a client that needs to buy or sell a home in the DMV area? Then why not trust the highest selling team in the DMV, the Carrie Scholl team? We've helped thousands of buyers and sellers and would love to help your clients. And we guarantee we will save them time, money, and stress throughout the process, and they will be so grateful that you referred them to us. Go to carryshoal.com to learn more. Again, that's carryshoal.com to learn more about sending us your clients that need to buy or sell a home in the DMV area. That's carryshoal.com. What, what do you think like, you know, that are, are ways that agents can, can develop this skill of being able to generate leads that that you know could be something they buy uh, for an investment and, and how do they find the capital too to do it? i know you mentioned like you can do this with no money down how do they how do they how do they well I, again i teach this i have only a handful of classes that i do a handful of times a year my, my business in, is in real estate and the buying of real estate and the cash flow of uh, that it brings but I enjoy helping others and seeing people that are struggling to quitting their jobs within a few years and, you know, buying two, three, four, five hundred units so they never have to work again. Uh, the number of units that you need to retire and never have to work again, just uh, the average profit is around $200 a month per unit if you buy it right. So if you want to make 5000 a month, that's about 25 units. Uh, if you want to make $10,000 a month, that's 50 units. If you want to, you know, make just more money than that, just get more units. And in, uh, in, in the class that I teach, I start with small units, uh, very small uh, multiplexes, uh, three to five units, very, very small, just so you understand the concepts and the processes. Even if you've bought a hundred unit building before, but you've used your money and your credit, had to put 20% down, had to get financing or even syndicated where you're, you know, pooling money to buy things, completely different process than that. Because again, I don't, 
find the property and then do the research on the property. I'm shotgunning it where I'm sending lots of emails, getting down to the right one, and then seeing if it actually passes the sniff test. Uh, can I find management? Is it in good condition? And is the income actually the income? And can I prove the income? If I can't prove the income, then I'll end up doing something with that and monetizing it. But the objective is to actually buy a three to five unit. So anyone that enrolls or wants to do this, I'm actually going to walk you through with my team to buy a three to five unit using absolutely none of your money. So as far as capital goes, you don't need any. As far as credit goes, you don't need any. As far as experience goes, you don't need any. Uh, you just have to say yes to yourself, go through the process, and we don't stop working with you until you actually complete a transaction. And you actually pull three grand out of closing on the transaction. So even if you're a real estate agent, and I know everyone's like, well, I have to disclose, you know, when I send an email, that's not true. It's at the point of a meaningful conversation. I'm sure you've right. talked about this, you know, multiple times. And that's at the time of the contract. So by the time the contract rolls around, you disclose it, your real estate agent, you put it right in the agreement. It's not a big deal. It's not a problem. So I actually used to teach real estate agents specifically how to invest better. Uh, I don't do that anymore. It's too niche of a market. I have people from all over the world now that are, are wanting to do this. And I only teach 25 people at a time because I want to keep it small batches so I can actually have quality control and actually get results. I don't have thousands of people in the class and you know pump out as much as I can. It's not what I'm looking for. So 20, groups of 25 or less, and you're you, you know when you go through this class, you're gonna each person's actually gonna go through the process. Yes. And, and yep. find and acquire three to five units. Yep. Whole thing is financed by banks. Everything's financed by uh, different institutions, asset-based lenders uh, that are, and you're going to get a, a property at 30% off, period. Not use your money, period. Pull out $3,000 out of closing, period. Uh, which more than pays for the class because the class is less than two grand. So you actually get paid back for the class. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Um, and we'll, we'll put a link in here to that or, or where, where would people go if they wanted to sign up or learn more? If you want to learn more, you can go to bigfatchecks.com. Not chicks. That's a completely different site. <laughs> Bigfatchecks.com. And uh, yeah, you can get some information on there. And uh, if you want to go to marcokozlowski.com, you have more information on me or, you know, my social media. I'm posting deals that are closing all the time and interviewing students and just having a lot of fun. And compete once once people get good at this process, like let's say they have they already own a couple of rental properties. Can can you use the same type of institutions to actually yeah, switch absolutely. it to you know pull your money out and, and switch to asset based lending on a deal would, on a deal they already own? Or? I, I wouldn't do asset based lending on a deal you already own. I would do yeah. finance at a very low rate. Uh, these are takedown loans, so it's not okay. it might not be a four four and a half percent interest rate. You might be paying six seven or eight. But for quick money that can be deployed in less than 10 days, if you have the due diligence checklist completed, 10-day close on a complete package is very, very fast. Very, very fast. So it's like having your own money. It's just, and I learned a long time ago, you don't need money to make money. You just need access to money. To make right. Money. It's not how much money you have. It's how much access you have. So if you understand how to structure the deal, you have an access to as much money as you want. The deal, the money isn't the problem. There's more money than there are deals. Billions of dollars out there, trillions of dollars out there. People how do you, how do you, how do you, or how did, how did you, and how do you teach if you do, uh, to go from that first deal to, you know, where you are buying like several hundred units a year? What, what, what do you, okay. Process, process, what, process. So I, I, I've put all the lenders in one spot. I, I know what each lender wants, wh you know, what they're looking for, how they're looking for it. So if it checks this box, it goes here. If it checks this box, it goes there. 
So I'm big into processes. So as long as the numbers are at this number, then you go to the next step and then you go to the next step. And um, once someone goes, the whole reason to start small, so A, you can make mistakes and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. You know, you can make mistakes very easily and it's not a costly one at all. It doesn't cost you anything to actually screw it up a little bit. It's actually fun to do it and screw up. You have a license to make mistakes. It's awesome. And once you've closed one and you understand, you know, we have a portal to get access to different things. I've created this to be as smooth as possible. And that's why I don't have thousands of people that are going through this because I I just couldn't handle the volume of, uh, just couldn't service that many people. So by doing small, very small uh, groups, and you can bring up to four family members as well. So if you have a brother, sister, uh, spouse, girlfriend, uh, you know, kids, um, I have many of my, um, my followers get their kids involved and their kids start buying assets, obviously through their parents and, you know, through trust. But, um, you know, it's, it's, if you want to pay for your kid's college, you just get them to buy their own house and they can pay for their own college through cash flow. They'll get cash flow and be able to pay for their own college if they choose to go to college. Well, yeah, that's, that's the other thing that we, we really didn't hit on. You know, you, you do these deals, like you say, and you, a five unit's going to, you know, you do your first five unit, then boom, you got a thousand bucks a month, you know, rolling in in cash flow. But uh, after a while, you're going to start to build up equity that, you know, you might be able to pull out. Well, there's 30% the equity or, the day you buy it. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and then, so you want to increase it's, it's uh, you know, increase the revenue. And as soon as you have a good trailing 12 months, you can refinance it at, much lower rates if the rates stay you know low who knows you know what's going to happen there but as soon as you refi or you know you pull out money generally you pull out about 10 to 15 percent more than what you bought it for and that's tax-free money any refinance money is tax-free money you can do whatever the heck you want with it and then just go buy another one and then go buy another one and go buy another one so just rinse and repeat once you've done it once, once you've ridden the bicycle one time, you don't need us to help you anymore. It's the first one that's the hardest. So a lot of trainings, you know, you take a training, they love you and leave you. And there's a lot of unanswered questions on how to do things, but the training is the beginning of a relationship. So we can actually get you to a closing table. And if you're a real estate agent, you've done many closings, you've just gotten paid to close, but how about you get paid to close and you own it even better. And you had no money involved and you got the cash flow, and you pulled out $3,000. And you get the tax deduction because for every million dollars of assets that you own, you get a $36,000 a year tax deduction. It's called depreciation. So you, you know, also pay less tax. So if you're a real estate agent and, you know, every time you're doing a transaction, you have to pay taxes at the end of the year on that, obviously. But if you had some cash flowing assets to offset that, then you could keep more of your commission because it's not how much money you make that matters. It's how much money you keep. Well, and if you're an agent, too, and you go through this process, learn how to find the deals, the ones that aren't great deals for you, you know, you might have a shot at listing them. And, and you'll actually that end up listing more, you'll list more than you actually get because getting a right. 30% discount is, you know, is not, it's, it's one out of a hundred, really. It's actually, you're actually going to close one out of every 200 uh, leads that you work with. Uh, that's the statistic. So, because one isn't going to check out, like it's going to be in terrible condition, a bad area, there's going to be something that's just, you don't want to buy it. You want to buy something that's going to, that you want to actually own, not just a piece of crap. So most of those are not going to pass the sniff test, but they are motivated. They need to sell and you might as well list them. And if it's not in the area that you're like, say it's an anchorage and you're in Washington, DC, 
you can do a, and if you're a licensed agent, you can, you know, get a 25% referral commission because you are an agent. There's a way to, you know, get a, a referral fee because you are a licensed agent. So I'm not an agent, so I can't get that. I have other processes that still get me paid legally, morally, and ethically, because obviously we have to deal with RESPA. But yeah, you can actually get paid to start feeding listings to other agents. And then you're in the lead delivery business versus in the listing business, which is a much more profitable business, I think, because you get paid for doing absolutely nothing other than giving a lead you already have. How many, how many units are you up to now through, through these processes? Well over 6,000. That's uh, staggering and, and all, you know, all of that in a decade. Is, is there anything that you think would be stopping anyone from, from getting to that level you know, in 10 years if, if, they're, if they're at zero today? Uh, they can do it a lot faster than I did because I had to go through a lot of mental agony to even get out of my own hole. So one of the reasons my followers that actually implement Again, I can give you the systems and the, the tools and give you everything, but if you don't do anything, nothing's going to happen. This is, again, not get rich quick. You actually have to follow the steps. And it's not hard. It just takes time. Within three years, most people for, can go from, you know, wherever they are now financially, which is, you know, you could be living under a bridge, having to go to the library to get access to the internet to, you know, making ten, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 a month. Um, within three years, it's... It's not unheard of. I have many cases of similar cases. Some do it in a year. Uh, Ryan, um, he's out of uh, Tennessee, out of uh, Nashville. He had, it took him 14 years to get 90 units and came to my class expecting, I have a unconditional first day money back guarantee if someone doesn't absolutely love and they're not thrilled with what I'm teaching or how I'm teaching it or don't like the color of how I'm doing things, the shirt that I'm wearing, full refund. I don't, I, don't, I don't need your money if you don't want to stay here. I'll focus on the 24 others that are here. So I was doing live at the time. Now it's all done through virtual stuff because of what's going on in the world. And he said, get the check ready because I don't believe that you know this is all going to be bullshit. Basically, very skeptical at first. I'm like, no problem. At least you're trying it, which is to me important because you can't know if you don't like something unless you try something. So he's very skeptical, came in, had 90 units, you know, his, his average cap rate was six and a half in his market, uh, had a million dollars down over $5 million in assets. Um, you know, he was doing quite well for himself. After the first day, I gave him a check. Say, here you go. You can leave. He's like, I'm not leaving. He ripped up the check and <laughs> he's, I think over 300 units now in about a year and a half. Uh, so he already had the drive and he was just missing certain processes. Then he was a very driven human. So he, he did more. He actually got 90 units the first 10 months, 92 units actually. So he doubled the cap rates that he was getting, had no money involved at all and doubled his returns with no money out at all. So he was obviously very thrilled and he doesn't work anymore now, but that was pretty exciting for him. Um, so yeah. Wow. That's an amazing story. And, and what you've built is truly an amazing story. Before we wrap up, I want to end with the, the hyper fast round. If you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers. Sure. This All is right. going to be fun. What is the biggest piece of advice you would give to a real estate agent right now? Serve better by asking the best questions possible. The quality of the questions that you ask will determine the quality of the answers that you get. Anyone that needs help, you can help if you actually know what the problem is. If it's all about you, they don't care about you. Nobody does. It's the human in front of you, how can you best serve and help them? And if you can create solutions for that, it doesn't matter what kind of commission you even charge, they're going to want to work with you. 
What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate investor? Learn as much as possible and implement as quickly as possible what you learn. Don't just listen, don't just listen but actually do. What's been your biggest challenge as a real estate investor and how'd you overcome it? Myself. And that's a work in progress constantly. The, the biggest, if you were afraid of nothing, you could accomplish anything. So whatever fears and boogie monsters are in your head are the ones that are going to stop you. So it can't be done. This is not, you know, whatever negativity is around you or obstacles, don't have money, don't have time. Those are all illusions. You have more money than you think. You have access through asset-based lending now that you know about it. And it doesn't take a lot of time. What is the biggest challenge you think investors face? Themselves. Same answer. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think the biggest mistake is for real estate investors? Quitting. When you're not teaching real estate or buying deals, what would we find you doing? Travel, which has been very difficult for me lately. I usually travel 250 days a year. The last one, where do you see yourself in five years from now? Exactly what I'm doing now. All right. Love well, I, uh, love what I do and love helping people. And it's, it's all automated. And I really enjoy helping as many people as I can. It brings me a lot of joy. And anything that brings me joy is what I do. Well, Marco, it's been, uh, it's been great chatting today. And, and uh, thank you for playing the hyperfast round and for being on the show and for uh, just being a great example of resilience and, and system building. It's, it's, it's great to see what you've accomplished. Before we sign off, uh, remind people again about the class and how they can find it and how they can connect with you if they want to follow you. Sure. Instagram, I think, is marco.kozlowski, bigfatchecks.com, marcokozlowski.com. And yeah, if you want us to help you, be thrilled to. Um, we also have a free uh, marketing thing, which is really simple but quite effective um, that we can turn you on to if you uh, go on to any of those uh, mediums. It's called Get Deals by Tuesday. And you can get a deal by Tuesday. Just do what we tell you to do. All right. Well, to all you listeners, viewers out there, make sure you go to bigfatchecks.com. Check out the class. It sounds, sounds like a blast and, and a great way to get your first no money down deal under your belt. Uh, and once again, Marco, thank you for being on the show. And to our, our listeners and viewers out there, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.